Welcome to the Soap Bubbles podcast. I am your host, Cindy Brock. Life is short. It's there and then it's gone. And I like to look at it as a soap bubble. Sometimes they're really pretty and, you know, like when you blow bubbles to little kids and you watch them and they're really pretty and they go and they go and then the poof, they're gone. And that is how short my life is. It's very short. And I want this short little life that I, that God has given me to count for him. So um, this is, I believe, the fourth time I've started the podcast. My dog was barking ridiculously in one of them. And um, it was becoming obnoxious on my podcast. <laughs> so hopefully she won't start barking again. But I have a fun little topic. And I just have five tips on how not to be late. I really personally hate being late. I don't remember my parents being late to events as a kid. And it just really bugs me to be late. Um, but there have been times in my life when things have happened and I've been late and I really just, I don't want that to be a habit in my life. So anyway, there's, there's five little things that I do to help, help not be late. And first off, I like to know what I'm going to wear to an event. So if I know an event is coming, I like to have in my head what is, what I'm going to wear. Like Sunday morning, I like to know ahead, you know, these are the clothes I'm going to wear. I, because I'm getting older, which is so, I, it's ridiculous, but sometimes I can't remember what I wore the Sunday before. I only have a few, you know, a few outfits that I, that I wear for church or whatever. And I'm like, I need to start writing on my calendar what I wore the week before. So I'm not repeating the outfit. Um, that's just no personal thing, but I do like to have a head what I'm going to wear to the event. So if it's a wedding, if it's a church party, if it's um, a family event, if it's a dinner party, whatever it is, I like to have in my head, what am I going to wear? And do I have all the clothes ready for it? That usually means a day before looking at what that is. I know when my children were small, this would get me, um, we'd be all ready for church and I'd lay out their dresses ahead of time or their or, you know, my son's outfit, whatever it was. But then I don't know how they'd lose their shoes from one week to the next, but they'd lose their shoes. And so I got to a point where shoes and socks and clothing was all laid out the night before. And that really helped me not be late to church. So know what clothes you're going to wear, whatever it is, be ready for that. Two, know how long it takes to get someplace. So if you're going to an event that's two hours away, don't sit in your head and say, if I leave exactly here, that's exactly two hours, um, and then I'll be on time. Well, sometimes you don't, something could take you longer to get to, or there could be traffic, whatever it is, know how long it takes to get to somewhere and give yourself a little extra time, which brings me to number three, give yourself a cushion time, give yourself five to 10 minutes cushion. So, if it's an event that's two hours away, give yourself some extra time. If it's church, give yourself some extra time. Things happen. They just happen. Give yourself some time for some mishaps. So, but in giving yourself some time, if you do end up at someone's home a little early, um, it would be better, <laughs> it'd be better to, I don't know, sit at a gas station for a few minutes while you wait because if you're at a especially like a dinner party if you're early they may not be quite ready for you so give yourself some cushion but be careful about being too early to someone's home uh, if it's church or it's a meeting for work those things you can be a little early to those um, in fact it's great to be early to those 
those events. But if you're someone's dinner party, you need to be careful about that. So anyway, give yourself some cushion time for some mishaps. Um, number four, prep what you are taking ahead of time. If you are going to a birthday party, wrap the gift maybe a day ahead or several hours ahead so it's ready to go ready to grab as you go out the door. If you're baking something for a holiday event, at the families, give yourself some time. You know, you know how long it takes to make a cake, but give yourself extra time for a mishap. Sometimes I'll sit there and say, okay, that recipe only takes, so, you know, 30 minutes. Um, and then I didn't plan, <laughs> I didn't plan for, I don't know, something to get burned or whatever. And so then I end up being late because I didn't plan the proper time that it would take to bake something. I have done this before. So if you're committed to bring, say, brownies to a shower, you know, give yourself, once again, it's kind of giving yourself time. Know how long that takes so you're not doing that the last minute and then you end up being late because you're still cooking whatever it is you are bringing to the event. Or you're wrapping a gift and you end up with no wrapping paper because you haven't prepped ahead what you need for that event. Um, so prep ahead, know what you're going to take. Like our Christmas party at church every year, they do like stocking stuffers and we, we do this big stocking exchange. Um, and I know that ahead. Usually, you know, a couple weeks in advance that you're going to have these stocking stuffers. So I need to be ready to have stocking stuffers and a stocking so that when that day rolls around, I already know what it is. It's already ready to go. So number one, know what clothes you're going to wear. Number two, know how long it takes you to get somewhere. Number three, give yourself some cushion time. Number four, prepare what you're taking ahead of time. Number five, don't get distracted. <laughs> this is really easy to do. You're either distracted with a conversation with somebody or you're distracted with something you enjoy or maybe you or whatever, you just kind of lose track of time. And then all of a sudden time gets away from you. If you have to set a timer so that you don't get distracted. I used to set a timer when I was trying to get everybody out of the house for school or, or whatever. And, and me, I'd go to work and I'd set a timer. Like when that timer went off, I better be ready to go. So set yourself a little timer on so that when that rings, you're like, ooh, I need to be moving to the next thing. So if you need to, use a timer. I do this often. I do it even when I'm prepping for an event at my house. I will set myself timers throughout the day so that I am, um, when people come over, I am ready. So if I know it's going to take me this long to make coffee, then I'm setting my timer, you know, an hour ahead so that I get that done, whatever it is. So anyway, don't get distracted. All right. Number one, know what clothes you're going to wear. Number two, know how long it takes to get there. Number three, give yourself a cushion. Number four, prepare ahead what you're going to take. Number five, don't get distracted. And then my bonus, I have some bonuses. Um, your schedule impacts other people. So when you're consistently late, it it says to other people that you're more important to them, that what they have going isn't very important. And it it's on the selfish side when we're <clears throat> continually late to something. It just screams what you're, you know, this dinner party you invited me to really isn't that important. This holiday event you invited me to really isn't that important. What I have going is more important than what you have going on. And I, I think we need to be careful with that. 
We need to make sure we're letting people know that they are important, that they're important in God's eyes. And God wants us to love others. And so when people are continually waiting on us, for whether it's they're waiting for us to bring food or they're waiting for us to, um, whatever it is, uh, people are waiting on you and your schedule does affect other people. So be careful about what you're saying to other people when you're continually late. And then identify what's making you continually late. I I do get it because life changes. And, you know, every time we would add a baby, <laughs> you know, and have a baby, and then all of a sudden our times change, you know, it takes us longer to get somewhere. And it's like, you have to sit down and evaluate that. And you're like, okay, what is taking me? Why am I late every week? Why am I late every week to church or to work? Why am I late every day to work? Do I need to get up earlier? Am I not prepping ahead of time at night? Whatever it is, identify it and then try to correct it. Um, and it doesn't mean it won't happen to you again. This is a continual thing. So for Sam and I, our life is continually changing because life doesn't stay the same. So as you get older, it might take you longer to get ready for something. Or, or maybe you have so much responsibility somewhere else that you're continually late. And so you just, you've got to figure out what that is. And even though I figured out now, it might mean six months from now, I catch myself being late again. And then I have to identify that. Why am I late? Why am I continuing late? Let's sit down. Let's write down some reasons and then let's try to correct it. So I would advise figuring out what makes you late. Remember that your schedule impacts other people and how am I viewing other people? So, all right, the five tips. Know what clothes to wear. Know how long it takes to get you there. Um, give yourself some cushion time. Prep ahead, whatever you need, and then don't get distracted. So I know some of these are just so obvious, but I just thought I needed a lighter topic. And this was a fun, light topic today. So, um, but I do think it's very important. Anyway, I hope the rest of your week goes well. And until Christ takes me home or um, until he comes back, I want to keep serving him. So keep loving our Lord.